Welcome back, everybody. Episode three, Strengthen Our Scars. I am your host, Dom Too Soon. Thank you guys, first of all, for the huge, huge, huge support in the first few episodes. I couldn't have expected anything better from you guys. You guys are amazing. I love the fact that you guys engage. You guys have your own comments, your own opinions, and I love that. Thank you guys so much for that. I want to jump right into this episode. Okay, this episode, we're going to talk about various different things, but the first topic I want to go into is, let's talk about the NBA trades, okay? Kyrie to Dallas, KD to the Suns, what is going on, okay? What is going on? Kyrie to Dallas was probably the best move Mark Cuban and that Dallas organization could have made. And let me tell you why. Kyrie and Luka in that backcourt is probably the most unstoppable backcourt there is. Period, point blank. Period, point blank. Out of the whole NBA right now, that is the most unstoppable backcourt. Dr. Martin Luther Irving. I call him that because right now Kyrie is spreading well peace and hooping. Y'all seen after the game, after his first game, his debut, he was walking the streets of Dallas. Dr. Martin Luther Irving, man. He's spreading world peace and changing the game of basketball at the same time. I love Kyrie's play anyways. Kyrie, he's one of those players that reminds me of AI because you can't guard him because he, I, I honestly, I don't even think he knows what he's doing. He, uh, 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 He's really like that. That's so tough to be able to do that. Like You just dribble any type of way you want, and you're going to get open. Love that from Kyrie. Luka is already a beast as it is. Now Luka has some help. Very, very happy. Very, very happy. I think that was a great trade for Mark Cuban in the Dallas in the Dallas Mavericks. I'm going to go into KD on the Suns. I'm a Kevin Durant fan to the heart. To the heart. Kevin Durant's my favorite player. I think Kevin Durant is going to go down as the best scorer of all time. Hear me when I say that. Just because he doesn't have the most points all time doesn't mean he's the not the best scorer of all time. When I say best scorer, I mean he can shoot the three. His mid-range is deadly. And he's seven foot tall, so he can make any layup, any dunk. I think he is the most unstoppable basketball player when it comes to scoring in, that, in the respect of not Shaq being dominant, but scoring all three levels of the game of basketball. Okay. At seven foot, he's doing something that, like I said, most people, nobody, I've never seen anybody be able to score like Kevin Durant. He's the best scorer to me all time. And that's just simple fact. So now that he's on the Suns, mind you, he was traded to the Suns. So I need y'all to hop off um, the, yo, here's Kevin Durant creating a super team. No, he's not creating a super team. He was traded there. He was traded there. But the guys they got, Chris Paul. Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, DeAndre Aiden. 
If these guys do not win a championship this season, I will no longer watch NBA basketball. I'm looking dead in the camera. Please zoom in on my face right now, Dom. If these guys do not win a championship this year or next year, I will never watch NBA basketball again. There's no reason why these this team should not win. There's no reason they shouldn't win. There's no reason. Because Chris Paul, now you don't have to score. Chris Paul doesn't have to score anymore. And I'm going to be honest, that's what he lacks. Chris Paul used to be really, I used to consider him a great scorer because he would, we call it a crab, uh, uh, get past you, now I'm backing into you, you're locked. If you jump on me, that's a foul. Or I'd force myself back into you, that's a foul. Since the NBA said, oh, we're going we're gonna to try to stop that, hasn't been the same. In the game seven, Chris Paul not showing up until the fourth quarter, <clears throat> can't do that. You just can't do that. So, Devin Booker, you have help. DeAndre Aiden, you can just play big now. You don't have to try to score as much. Just get rebounds, get some blocks, score when you can. You have Kevin Durant on your team. Chris Paul, you like to pass the ball. They, I think he's going to go down as a, a top five, top ten passer all time. You can pass the ball now. You can be a, your traditional point guard self again. Because I think Chris Paul is the last traditional point guard that we have in the NBA. He likes to pass. Um, his mid-range is deadly. I'm not going to take that away from him. But in a Game 7 situation, you shouldn't have got blown out. Okay, so now you have no excuse to get blown out. We need help. You have help. You have help. These guys should win a championship. So let's just address that now. Next, I want in the NBA, I want to go to the John Morant, Shannon Sharp situation. <clears throat> John Morant. John Morant, you are a phenomenal basketball player. You are one of the best young talents in the NBA right now, okay? I think you have potential to be an MVP, potentially a champion at some point in your career, and you have the best bunnies I've seen since D-Rose. That's simple. Let's hoop, man. Just hoop. Just hoop. And that and that's for all athletes. And like and I know there's guys who've come from that struggle. I I can't say John Moran has done the same. And Shannon Sharp was right. There's multiple guys out there that would love to who are actually in that lifestyle, who's actually out there banging, who would love to be in your situation. Who would love to be in your situation? making hundreds of millions of dollars to hoop, to hoop, to do the thing you love to do, hoop. Man, I, I think we got to get away from being a criminal, <laughs> being a criminal, man. Just hoop, man. Don't don't screw up your career trying to be, and I'm not going to say something you're not because I don't know John Morant personally. He might be actually like that. He might be actually, hey, but don't screw up your career trying to be somebody that you don't have to be, Okay. Be you, like I said in the last episode. Be you. Just hoop. Like, be an influence to the community. You got to remember, there's kids looking at you, so there's kids who, you're their role model. And if they think, oh, John Moran said he got that thing on him, he got he's slanging on, they think that's, they have to do that too, and that's cool. And that's what you do to make it to the NBA. Or, And I, I don't think that should be, I don't think that should be what, 
you're representing as yourself. So that leads me into my next topic um, outside of sports, how you represent yourself and knowing your audience. This is how I see it. Your name is your brand, okay? Your name is who you are. So when I go around, I always remember that people know, if they know my name, they know who I am, and that is your brand. That is what your name is. Example, Dom Too Soon. That is my name and my brand and the people I have around me. I can't have friends around me that are not going to be able to represent myself, you know? So if I'm representing something, if I'm representing myself or just knowing your audience, when you go around certain people, you have to know how you have to speak. You, If you talk all hood and gangster, when you're around your friends and stuff, that's cool. But when you go inside of a, a job interview, you can't talk like that. And that's not not being you. That's just knowing your audience. Know your audience. Know what you can and can't say. You shouldn't be in a job interview cussing. But you can be cussing. Hey, yeah, you, can, you can cuss in front of your friends. That's all cool. But you can't be in a job interview cussing. That's just how you represent yourself, how you hold yourself, how you hold yourself to a certain standard. So for me, when I'm around my friends, oh, of course, we lollygag and do all that good stuff. But I got you got to know your situation, know where you're at, be able to represent yourself. Anytime I go out in public and stuff like that, I you always have someone. Someone's always watching. Someone's always watching. Trust and believe someone's always watching. Someone is has seen you. It could be a camera, something, anything. Someone's watching. and You don't ever want to be in that situation in your life where you made a mistake. And next thing you know, you can't represent yourself. That simple. You made a mistake and you can't represent yourself and people hold you to that mistake. So, and how I see it is when I represent myself, I'm not just representing me, but I'm representing my family, my brand my friends and everyone like anything that involves me anything that involves me so I, I try to hold myself to a high standard when I'm out in public or just even even when I'm not in public just when no one's watching someone's watching trust eyes of the Lord are always watching so hold yourself to that standard you can't be I, I wouldn't want my parents to see me blacked out drunk on someone's story for example, I would never want my parents to see that. So I don't get blacked out drunk in public. It's as simple as that. Someone's always watching, and you never know, especially in today's age. Man, these phones is crazy. People be, ugh. Video. And who's to say in five years when I'm going out for a job interview, someone's like, was this you? Brother, they got you an 8K. That is you. Don't be caught in that situation. Don't ever be caught in that situation where they're like, is this you? That's you? Hmm? Hmm? We got you on record. Period, point blank. I, I, would, I don't want to ever be caught in that situation. So know your crowd. Know your audience. And represent yourself to a high standard. Okay? Represent yourself to a high standard. That simple. Which leads me into my next topic. You don't, it's about, I'm going to talk about friends. I can say right now, I can count my true friends. And mind you, I count all my friends, as we say, friends. All my boys, those are brothers to me. At any moment, if they call me, it could be 2 o'clock in the morning. 
hey, I could be knocked out of sleep. Hey, could you come pick me up? I'm I'm in this situation. I'd probably be like, bro, what are you talking about right now? But I'm on my way. I'm grabbing the keys and let's go. That simple. Because I know they would do the same for me. You don't have to have a thousand friends. You don't have to have a thousand friends. Because you are the people you hang around. You are the people you hang around. You don't have to be doing exactly what they do. But if you hang around, that's how people see you. So make sure when you're around, you have your friends. Make sure you know who your friends are. Make sure you know who your people is. Because at any moment, at any moment, they should be. I can say right now, if I called Aaron or Jay or Avery or Mac or Ice Jay, if I call one of my boys, yo, you good? Even if they miss that call, hey, yo, you good? Make sure you, hey, let me know, call back. And that's the same way for them. Sean included. Hey, you good? That's how you know your friends. But when you're around your group, when you're around your people, they represent you, you represent them. That's why, example, I had to, to start cutting people off in my life who were not representing good things. If you have people around you that are not representing good things, it's like, that's who you are. That's who you are as a person, okay? So if, you're, if you have people around you who are not representing good, they're not doing positive things, I think, personally opinion, you don't have to do anything, but you got to cut them off. I think you should cut them off. You also don't want to have a yes man. All my friends hold me accountable for all my mistakes. Every last one of them. If I make a mistake, they're going to hold me accountable. They're going to tell me where I was wrong. That simple. They're going to tell me where I was wrong. What do I need to do to be better? You don't want to have yes men around you. You don't want to have people telling you, yeah, 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 yeah. No. Why? Why do you want to have people around you who are always going to say yes to your wrong actions? That There's no point for that. There's no point for that. Ray Lewis said this. If an eagle was flying and he sees another bird, he knows it must be another eagle. He knows it must be another eagle. Because pigeons don't fly the same altitude as an eagle. Pigeons fly lower. Eagles fly at the same altitude. They're one of the same. That's the crowd you're in. Show me your friends, I'll show you your future. My granddad's told me that. I've had coaches tell me that. I've heard other motivational speakers tell me that. Show me your friends, and I'll show you your future. What does that mean? Show me who you're hanging around, and I'll tell you where you'll be in 10 years. You hanging around guys who doing no good, causing harm in the world, Karma's real. Karma's a B. Show me your friends, I'll show you your future. You hang around guys who doing good things, positive things, they hold y'all hold each other accountable. Girls, you too. You hang around girls who are not holding you accountable, who make you look bad. You are who your friends are. 
You are who you hang around. Show me your friends, I'll show you your future. That's why all my guys, we hold each other accountable. We have something going for us in in life. Even if you don't know what you want to do, we have something going for us. Working, working out, school, plan to join the military, listening to each other when each other speaks, something going for us. Okay? Football, steady job. Show me your friends, I'll show you your future. Everybody I hang around, they're working. They grinding. Getting what they got to do done right now. They getting it done. Because in 10 years, I'm going to be able to look back on this moment and say, these are my friends, guys. That guy right there, that's that's one of my best friends. See how hard he worked? Because we all have the same level of worth ethic. Same level of worth ethic. And I have former teammates, teammates currently, who I look and I say, we got to get our act together. And I have other teammates who I'm like, I'm so proud of the things you've done because you either got your act together or you've always been on the right path. And here's the thing. You're not always going to be on the right path. You're not going to be. It's not a straight line. It's never a straight line. This life is not meant to be straight. It's supposed to, you're supposed to have a zig this way and a curve that way. Life is not a straight line. But when I see guys, they, hey, I'm, I don't need to be going out. I shouldn't be hanging with y'all. Let me not do this. Let me not do that because I can get in trouble. My future depends on it. So proud of those guys. So proud. So proud. Or guys who, who walk that straight line, they deviated a little bit, came back to it. Curved a little bit this way and came back to it. Anybody I hang around has something going for them. They're working to be a better person. They're trying to be better for themselves, for others around them. And that is what I love to see out of my friends. I'm so proud of every last one. And I'm going to say this right now. I'm so proud of every last one of y'all. Every last one of y'all. And here's the thing. I know a lot of people. I have a lot of acquaintances and stuff like that. Anybody that I've come in contact with in my life, and if I've kept contact with you, I'm proud of you too. We might not be as close as we we can be, but if we keep contact, I'm proud of you because you're working on yourself. You're doing better for yourself. You're always working. I'm so proud of the fact of that. Family included. I see everybody in my, my friend group as brothers and sisters. Everybody. Because I know I can rely on y'all and y'all can rely on me. That's what family is to me. Blood ain't always thicker than water. That simple. Loyalty is everything. Loyalty is everything. I can rely on my friends. I know my friends ain't going out doing me wrong, trying to cause me any harm. They would never put me in a harmless way. And if they think I'm doing something wrong, they're going to tell me. They're going to let me know. I don't have no yes men around me. I don't, I don't ever want to get to a point in my life where I have someone who's just yes man this, yes man that. Never that. You don't need a yes man. You need someone that's going to tell you you're wrong, when you're wrong, and how to fix your wrongs. How to fix your wrongs. And I love that about my whole friend group. And I'm so proud of the fact that 
we became friends. You're like family to me. You can always be around my family. You guys at any moment, if any way can call, you call. I'm, I'm on the way. No matter what I'm doing, I'm on the way. Because you guys have always been there for me. And I can go back to a situation. Uh, I was back in Dallas for Christmas break. I went up to Dallas. And then I, I was like, oh, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Meet with, I'm going to meet with one of my friends. I texted him. A few, I was like, hey, you think we can do this? This is the plan. And when we got in the car, we were driving back. He said, I know because you would do it for me. That's Aaron J. Thank y'all. And I can say this, at one of my lowest times, y'all saved my life. One of my lowest times in my life, y'all have saved my life. I had an injury that was extremely bad, man. Extremely bad. I was so low, had no motivation, and those guys saved my life. Not in the sense that I didn't want to be here, but those guys kept me motivated kept me around they when they seen even when I was they would find a way to put a smile on my face on life's lows of lows those guys were around and I had more friends who were around too but thank y'all all y'all thank y'all I I can never repay y'all for what y'all have done for me in my life I will always be in debt all my friends I will always be in debt to y'all and when I started doing example stuff like this the podcast like Ice J Mac Sean all you guys Thank y'all too. Y'all guys motivated me to the point where I could do something with my life. Not saying I wasn't doing anything, but y'all kept motivating. Y'all were there. And what I love was we brought our guys with each other. Situations got hard or something like that. We was always there for each other. Thank y'all. I will always be in debt for that. Always. Next, I'm going to go into worth ethic. Jesus. <clears throat> Let me say this right now. Your worth ethic is everything. All right, look me in my eye. Your worth ethic is everything. You don't have to do what I do. I wake up every morning at 4.30 and let's get to work. By 4.30, I'm working. At 4, I'm up. And yes, I'm groggy. I'm like, oh, I don't want to be up right now. The problem is you will not outwork me. You will not outwork me. You're giving 100, I'm giving 120. You're not going to outwork me. Wake up, let's clock in. Go shower, brush your teeth, hop, hop, hit a little push-ups, do something. I'm not saying you got to wake up at 4 to be successful. I'm not saying you got to wake up at 4, but guess what? I'm waking up at 4 every morning. You will not outwork me. You're not going to outwork me. Because if I give you a second, you're going to take the opportunity. And I don't want no one to take this from me. No one. Anything I got going from us, I don't want no one to take this from me. Like I said, I'm going to be the number one podcaster of the year or two time. Simple. And I don't want anyone to take that from me. Work hard. Work for it. If you're an athlete and you wonder why you, you can't get your playing time, maybe it's because you're not working hard enough. And if you are working your butt up, keep working. Stop quitting. You've come too far just to come this far. Stop quitting on yourself. Keep pushing. And it's that simple. That simple. You will not outwork me. You will not outlast me. I'm tired too. I'm tired too. We both tired. And I'm not quitting on myself and the investment I've made in myself. 
you're the only person that can push yourself. It's your mindset. You have to change your mindset. You're the only person that can invest in you and what you got going for yourself. How bad do you want it? Okay? How bad do you want it? Eric Thomas, love that. Love everything that guy says. He has never said anything that's not true. I've never heard that wasn't true. Okay? Talking about the lion and gazelle. The difference between the lion and the gazelle is you wake up as a gazelle, you're running from something. When that sun comes up, boom, you got to run from something. Running from failure. Running from, oh, I have work. You're, you're, you're running from something. You're running from yourself. You're running from what you can hold yourself to, okay? To wake up and be a lion, you're chasing something. The lion wakes up every morning ready for the hunt, ready for the chase, ready for the chase. You know, and I, I heard this too. Don't ever get too comfortable at the top of the mountain. Because someone's coming up there to take your spot. Never get too comfortable. If you think you made it to the top, you at the top, you're not. Someone's coming to take your spot. Someone's out there grinding and working hard and putting in everything they got into every bit of their life to take your spot. If you think that you've amounted to all the success, you, can, you ain't amounted to nothing yet. And it's that simple. It's that simple. You haven't amounted to anything where you think you can push past everything you got done. Oh, I can take a break now. Oh, the second you take a break, I'm coming for your spot. I'm coming for your spot. You have to learn from other guys. Keep learning, keep improving, keep working hard every single day. Every single day. I'm going to put in how I go to the gym. I go to the gym six times a week. I rest on sun on Sunday, which is my rest day. I still recover my body to get ready for Monday morning. Monday morning, let's clock in. Let's get to work. Let's get to going. Every day, if it's the podcast, if it's merchandise, school, training, working out, I am doing something until I'm grinding. I'm grinding. Because you will not outwork me. I want it more than you. I want it more than you. And I want all y'all to change your, your mindsets where whoever on the other side of you, you know in your you know in your heart, not just your mind. Your mind's your mind's a crazy thing. Okay. Your mind will tell you you're tired. Your mind will tell you it's time to give up. Your mind will tell you you can't do one more rep. You can't do one more sprint. You can't write one more word. You can't say anything else. That's what your mind does to you. You got to believe that in your heart, that you are working harder than everybody else out there. You got to believe that in your heart. And when you start doing that, when you start believing that to yourself, I promise you you're going to see results. I promise you. I promise you. You're going to see results. And it's like, same thing. It's like going to the gym. If you're consistent, you're working hard, you're going to eventually see. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not. You're not going to wake up the next morning and be like, 
Oh, instant results. Never that. Don't ever think that to yourself. Things are meant to happen. Trust the process. Trust the process. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. That's my favorite Bible verse. Plans to give you hope and a future. Trust the process. Trust the pro. Stop leaning on your own understanding and trust the process. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Lean on me and not your own understanding. Trust everything will be okay. Stop. This right here is the biggest battle you ever have to fight. It's not you working against you working against yourself. You're not working against other people. Get that ideology out of your mind. You are working against yourself. This is a quote I say. I, I say this all the time. The only thing that's guaranteed in life is death and taxes. So make the most valuable thing time. Time is of the essence. Keep working. Keep grinding. Because you don't know when that chapter is going to end. That page is going to, that last period is going to be dotted. You don't know. Make the most valuable thing time. Make something of your time. Hold yourself accountable. I, I say this. I Don't let anyone and you don't waste your own time. Don't let anyone waste your time and you don't waste your own time. Time is so valuable. It's the most valuable thing that we have on this earth. It comes, but you can't get it back. You can never get time back. Every day, every second, every minute, every hour, we age, we get older, and we're losing time. Your time is so valuable. Listening to this right here, you can, you can multitask. The big thing I have is multitasking. People say, when you can't multitask, your brain won't let you do both. That's a lie. I 100% believe that's a lie. Because if you can go to the gym and listen to music at the same time, you lift them while listening to music. That's multitasking, right? When I write essays, I have to listen to music. That's multitasking. When I read, I listen to music. That's multitasking. You can multitask. Remember how valuable your time is. In every essence, remember how valuable your time is. The world is yours. Scarface. The world is yours. And to change that to my own saying, make the world yours. Make the world yours. You can do whatever you want in this life. Work for it. Don't let anybody outwork you and don't let no one tell you you can't. Like I said, do not let anyone put their limitations on you. No one can tell you you can't be great. Earn it. You got to earn it. You got to want it. And that's how I see it. You got to want to be better than everybody else. You got to work. You got to put it in the time. And at some point in your life, if you're down bad and you think that, man, I can't do this. It's okay to mope around. It's okay to have that time period. Eric Thomas said this as well. It's okay to fall. It's okay to go through pain. It might last a day. It might last a week, a month, a year. 
but eventually it will subside. But now if you quit, however, it will last forever. Don't quit on yourself. Keep working. How I see my work ethic is, like I said, no one's going to outwork me. I'm always keep improving. If I fail, it's okay to, it's okay to understand that you failed. It's okay to sit there and say, man, I really messed this up. Or, man, this was really hard. Keep working. Push through it. You got to push through it. You can't just give up on yourself. Why are we giving up on our dreams, goals, and aspirations? If you want something in this life, amount to it. Amount to it. You know how many stories, we hear stories all the time of guys, I must play sports, guys who wanted to go to the NFL. And they worked for it. You worked for it. You put your all into it. Guys, it doesn't matter if you're a football player, basketball player, tracker. It don't matter if you go Division One, Division Two, D3, NAIA, JUCO, overseas, XFL. It doesn't matter. If you want it, go get it. Be a go-getter. Go get it. If you want to make a million dollars, learn a Learn a way to make a dollar. And after that, learn a way to make $10. And then 100 Then 1000 Then 10 Then 100000 Next thing you know, you're making a million dollars. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. You're not going to wake up a millionaire unless you go hit the lotto or you go to the casino and you hit something big. It's not going to be easy. But you got to work. You got to put in the time. You got to put in the work. Don't let anyone tell you that no matter how you're working so hard, but it's just the results aren't coming. Don't tell me my results aren't coming. You don't, you're looking from the outside in. I'm looking the, outside, the inside out. I'm looking from the inside out. You looking from the outside in. That's what any situation in life, anything you do, people telling you their opinion on your life, looking from the outside in. Don't know what you've been through. Don't know how many times you got up in the morning and said, Let's go today. Or you didn't want to get up in the morning, but you did anyways. You've already gone through pain. Get a result from it. You've already gone through something. Get a result from it. Get a result from it. You've gone through hardship. Gone through breakups. You've gone through failure. You've gone through loss in the family. You've gone through depression. You've gone through losing a job. You've gone through being broke. Get a reward from it. If you were going to quit, you should have quit seven Seven years ago, 10 years ago, a year ago, 10. Like, if you were going to quit, you should have already done it. And you haven't, so keep pushing. It's going to get hard. Keep pushing. Keep working. Let's go. Let's go. And I support every last one of y'all in anything you do. Keep working. Keep pushing. I want to see people out there being CEOs, COOs, owners of companies. I couldn't have told you. I couldn't have told you six months ago, too soon LLC, too soon entertainment, strengthen our scars podcast. I couldn't have told you that six months ago. I couldn't have. But where you are now is how hard you want it and how much you put into it. That simple. Let's change gears. <laughs> Let's change gears. Talk about Valentine's Day. This episode comes out Monday. Valentine's Day is on Tuesday. There won't be an episode on Tuesday. The next episode will be Wednesday, so it'll be post-Valentine's Day. And 
like I said, I like to go into this Q&A portion of the podcast. This is the Q&A portion of the podcast. Someone asked me about Valentine's Day. How do I feel about it? Um, when do I think it's the right time to make someone your Valentine's? Um, what are good gifts? I'm not, I'm not going to say I know what good gifts are, right? Be sincere in all your gifts, okay? And every gift I have give, mind you, I haven't, thinking back on it, I think I've only had one Valentine my whole life. This is two. This is, but this is the one that matters, okay? Be sincere in what you give. Don't just, if you give a box of chocolate, it shouldn't just be a box of chocolate. For me, a box of chocolate is life is like a box of chocolate. It's going to be good. There's going to be bad. There's going to be some iffy ones. There's going to be some ones we don't like. There's be some days we don't like. Life is a box of chocolates. And you don't know what you're getting. That simple. That's what a box of chocolate means to me. If you're given a rose, know what rose means. Know that it means purity and courage and romance and love. See, that's the problem. People just think, oh, I'm giving flowers. I'm giving roses. Know what they mean. Have a meaning behind everything you give. Okay? That's important. How do you know when it's the right time? There's no point where you ever know it's the right time. Um, unless y'all have been together six months, all that um, good stuff. I, I think... If you and someone are talking, y'all know y'all are talking. It could it could be like two weeks. I think it's okay to give a Valentine's gift. Now it doesn't have to be something extravagant. You don't have to go out and spend five hundred dollars on somebody. I'm not saying that, but it's okay to give each other Valentine's gifts. It's okay. That's okay. It's okay. Even a, I I think a week. You don't have to get them. Like I said, a lot of girls never receive flowers. Go get that girl a flower. It could be a single flower. Go get that girl a dozen flowers. Go get that girl some chocolates and have meaning behind it. Do something. And that's also knowing your person. Knowing your person. Um, fellas, know what your girl, if you know what your girl likes, you should be able to structure your Valentine's gifts around that. That's how I see it. Be heartfelt. And ladies, same thing. If you know what if you know what your man likes, you should be able to structure your Valentine's gift around that. And I don't think it should be crazy hard, but I think you should be you'll be able to structure based off your person. It's like like a like a birthday gift or a Christmas. No, I wouldn't say Christmas, but I'll say a birthday gift. Be able to structure based off you know what they that their person who they are. Um, so that's what I did. Um, I structure my gifts around who I know you are as a person, what what means the most to you. That's how I structure my Valentine's Day gift. So I think there's there's no exact time period where you have to be together before you can get someone a Valentine's Day gift. But um, also, if y'all if it's not clear cut that y'all are a thing talking something like that, I wouldn't personally. But if it's clear cut, um, go for it. Go for it. That's all I have to say. Go for it. I don't think you should have. There's no limitation on what you know about yourself and you know about your significant other. 
Um, ladies who don't have Valentine's, it's okay. You know, I say this too. This is very important to me. Um, be your own Valentine. Love You have to love yourself before you can love anyone else. Had to learn that in life. You have to learn that at some point. Everyone has to learn that. You can be your own Valentine. I'm my own Valentine every year, every day, actually. Valentine's for me is every day. I love myself so much, and you should love yourself too. And that's not being cocky, arrogant, narcissistic, any of those things. You just have to love yourself. Even on your bad days, that's where you have to remember you are loved by yourself, God, your family, your friends, people around you. You even have coworkers who have some sort of love for you. And this is also a big thing too. You can have love for someone without being in love and vice versa. You can be in love with having no love for them. And that's a crazy thing to say. People don't understand that. There's a lot of people out here who have, who are in love, but they don't have love for them. Mind you, what I, what am I to know about love? Um, I'm young. Um, what's that song? Young broke high school kids. I'm not a high school college kid, but who am I to say how you should feel about what love is to you? Um, what do I know about love? I know there can be people watching. Something like, well, what do you know about love? Man, it's based off experience. There, there's never a right time to, to you. It's just when you know. When you know that's your person, that's how you feel about them, that's when you know. No one can tell you when you're in love, when you're not in love. Um, if you have love for someone, no one can tell you that. No one can tell you that. So you'll know when you know. Only person that can determine that is yourself. Don't let no one tell you, oh, you don't love them. How you know me? Atticus Finch, To Kill a Mockingbird. You'll never understand a man until you step in his shoes and walk around in him. And it's impossible to do. I don't know your situation to the fullest. You don't know my situation to the fullest. You don't know the person next to you situation. You don't know the person 15 minutes down the road from your situation to the fullest. You don't know your own family situation to the fullest. You don't know your... And that's just how life is. You can never assume something for someone. Unless you're going to step in their shoes and walk around with them. That's also outside in. Look, you're assuming something about something else. Stop. Just stop. You, you don't know what that person has going on. You don't know what's going through their mind. You don't. That's something I do love about the mind. It's a beautiful thing. Because whatever you got in your mind is what you got in your mind. That's simple. That simple. You, I could tell you something. I could say, oh, this is what's on my mind. And something else pop into my mind. That's it's that simple. You don't know what someone has in their mind. You can't walk around in someone else's shoes and be them. So don't try to be them. Okay? Um, back to Valentine's. I hope you guys have a great Valentine's. Love yourself. You can give yourself gifts. You can give yourself gifts. It's okay to get yourself gifts. It's okay. Maybe you have a significant other. Get them something nice. 
Um, I hope y'all got them something nice, something heartfelt, something that you mean. Because I do find this funny. Valentine shouldn't just be a single day if you're with someone else. It should, they should feel that love all the time. On the good, the bad. And I, 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 I peeped that from my grandparents, right? No matter what the situation is, I know those two love each other. I know those two love each other. The good, the bad, the hard times, the good times. Those two love each other. Nana and Paul, y'all have set a great structure of what I should see in my life. Um, and not settle in my life for anything less than that. Same thing with my mother. Y'all have set a good structure in my life to not settle for anything less than that. And it's funny because that love is contagious. I love sitting on the couch and hearing them joke with each other about random things. Random things. It's so beautiful to me. It's so beautiful to me. Um, they joke about things. They Even when something's bad, something's good, they love each other to the fullest. To the fullest. To the day they die, they know they're for each other. And that just, that's a beautiful thing. That is a beautiful thing. Next topic is going to be fears. <clears throat> Let me set up for this one. I have two fears, okay, and only two. I don't have a fear for failure. I don't have a fear of spiders, water, heights, anything like that. My only two fears in life, and I, I hope I can change some people's mindset on this. If you don't believe in God, that's okay. That's okay. But if you believe, as long as you believe in a higher being, if you believe in karma, astrology, if you believe in a higher being, you should fear that. I have it tatted on my legs. Fear God. The fear of God. And that's wisdom. It's not that I fear God as who he is. God is, there's one God. If you have a higher being, you believe in a higher being, there's your higher being. If you believe in multiple gods even, you believe in those gods, you, have, you should have a fear of their, here's the thing, God is patient. And that's a scary thing. A man who can hold his tongue and who is patient, it's very scary. It takes wisdom, it takes strength, very scary thing. God can be fierce, be cruel if he wanted to, which he's not. My God is not a cruel God. He gives examples. He gives lessons. He shows you different things. Fear of God. The wisdom to have the fear of God. God is the only one who can predict the future. If you believe in a higher being, and I, and here's why I say that. You believe in like astrology, if you're an astrology person, if you're a what can I say? You believe in multiple multiple gods. You believe in angel numbers and stuff like that, stars, rocks, and stuff like that. And you be, that's your belief. And I I'm not getting into that because I don't know. I'm not too broad on that topic. Um, so I apologize if I was incorrect on 
on the belief system of any of that. But you should have a fear of how powerful those things are. It, it's like having a fear of how powerful your tongue is. God knows what you're going to do before, he, before you do. Your higher being knows what you're going to do before you do. That's scary. That's scary. Okay? My next fear is oblivion. What is oblivion? I'm never scared to fail. I expect failure. Expect to fail. You're going to fail multiple times in your life. There's nothing you can do about it. But oblivion would be never amounting to, to something. And names die. But does your legacy live on? I want to, and there's plenty of people who've told me this. But if you think that that's enough, you'll stop and you won't keep trying. You won't keep working. To mean something to somebody. To be remembered by somebody for something that changed their life. That simple. Something that changed their life. If I never change a single person's life, I didn't amount to my calling from God. It could be in a negative. It can be in a positive. It can be in it. And so I could put a smile on your face. I could have made you sad. And if I never meant something to you to change your life in some type of way, I have not amounted to my, my calling to God. My calling to God, I feel personally, and I might be wrong. That's the fear of God. I might be wrong. I spread my gospel, and I want to, ch and to change someone's life. I love doing this podcast because it's as simple as someone knowing this is their little bit of push and motivation to be better tomorrow than they were yesterday. After listening to this podcast, they can say, oh, I, I got to go work. I got to, I got to put in the work. I can't quit on myself. Cause if, if I do, I'm quitting on myself and I'm quitting on the ones who, who produce this product. You're a product of who you're around, of what you put in, what you do for yourself. So if someone, I could say someone sees this, they hear this, they say, that guy, that guy Dom, too soon, he, he did something for me. He, he really changed how I see things. And even if I don't change how you see things, but I gave you that motivation just to, no one's going to outwork me. Even if you do it for one day, try it for one day. Just try it. You don't got to wake up at 4 a.m., but put your all into whatever you're doing. Working, working out, learning something, training for something, going to school for something. Put your all into whatever you do. Just try it one time. And you'll see results. Try it. Just try it. It's not going to happen overnight, but try it. Just try it. And when you do that, you're going to change your life forever. So that, and now I'm going to go into my next thing. Because um, I spoke on my tattoos. I'm going to go into tattoos and having your own, your own style, your meaning behind them. So every, if y'all saw the last episode, oh, I'm tatted up, as they say. Tatted up. None of my, my tattoos, you see my tattoos can be covered. 
Um, they don't cut, go past my wrist line. They will never go past my wrist line. I won't have any in my hand. Um, we're in a day and age where you can have tattoos on your hand and people not see it as unprofessional, but I just grew, I grew up and it was always known as unprofessional to do so. So I'm not going to change my ways on that. But if you have tattoos on your hand, good for you, man. Good for you. I'm happy for you. Um, but all my tattoos have a meaning behind them. And I'm going to go down the list of my first tattoo all the way to my most recent tattoo. So my first tattoo, small Jeremiah 2911. I got that on my chest. Favorite Bible verse. That was my first tattoo. I was like, dang, my favorite Bible verse is always with me. Right over my heart. It's always with me. Right here. Always with me. Take that with me to the day I die. But then I was, I was that same day I was in that chair and I was like, it's like there's some more things that mean I'm gonna put it on this side, right? And let me let me go into them. So next thing I have is the crown of thorns. Crown of thorns, what they put on Jesus' head when they crucified him. And it makes me remember. I, I have it up here because it makes me remember what he sacrificed for me to have this life. The man who didn't sin. The man who didn't go through this, he went through everything. He took all of my sin, all my wrongdoings for me to have this beautiful life. Life is so beautiful. I praise God for the life I have, for the good, the bad, the in-between. Thank you, God, for everything you've done for me. Okay? Then I have a dove right here. To me, a dove means hope. Always have hope. Always. When times get hard, always have hope. Okay, always have hope. Next thing I got, big old fat side piece. Goes top to bottom. Uh, Proverbs 3, 5, 6. Ribs hurt, man. <laughs> Ribs hurt. But Proverbs 3, side, 3, 5, 6 means something to me because, like I said earlier, lean on me and not your own understanding. I'm leaning on Christ, man. I'm leaning on him. Next, after that, I went and finished my chest. Got the rest of the chest done. Rest of the whole chest done. Have a cross in the middle. Of course, we know what the cross is. Um, it's what they crucified Jesus on. But over it, I have clouds. And what that means to me, because I have clouds going this way and it stops because this is the sunshine. You're going to have to have, you're going to have to go through some clouds to get to God's plan for you. It's going to be some rain. It's going to be, going to be days where the sun, it doesn't seem like the sun's out to get to God's plans for you, okay? Other side, I have a fat old angel wing. For me, an angel wing, is, it goes with hope. It goes to destination. Keep flying. Keep trying. Keep flying and keep trying. That's what the angel wings means to me. After that, I got my arm done. <laughs> um, I have both of my arms, forearms done. Um, I'm going to finish this arm. I'm going to finish this forearm and then wait till I'm stable, have life and kids um, for this arm, the rest of this arm. I'm going to finish this forearm. God knows when. Um, but on the outside, I have a cross again. Last cross I I promise this is the last cross I got. Um, last cross. But then I have roses. Roses means purity, courage, hope, romance, and love. 
That's simple. Purity, courage, hope, romance, and love. The things that God has given us, the beautiful side of it. We need all those things to be happy. You have to have hope. There's going to be romance. There's going to be love. And tough love is real love. Tough love is real love. That's how I feel about that. Um, I have my mom's birthday. Love you, mama. Love you, mom. Love you. Uh, I got my mom's birthday on me. That's my twin, man. <laughs> That's my twin. Mom, I know you're listening to this right now. No matter how hard you are on me, um, that's my twin. I talk about my mom to every single person I encounter in my life. <laughs> my mom is my best friend, um, my ride or die, my always and forever. Love you, mom. Thank you for always being there for me. Thank you. I could never be more grateful for the things my mom has done for me, for the hard times she went through raising a, a boy. Raising boy. She made me into the man I am today. And I'm so grateful for everything my mom has done. Thank you. Um, on the backside, I call these my ghetto angels. Three doves represents loved ones I've lost. Um, those are my ghetto angels. Love them to death. Rest in peace to Brian. Miss you, man. Love you to death. Rest in peace. Your soul uh, will always be with me. On the other arm, this is my, no, my next tattoo actually was my legs. Fear God. Fear God. Now, I, I'm talking about having meaning behind your tattoos. And there's been countless times where I, I wanted no meaning behind my tattoo. I was going to do the rest of my leg sleeve with no meaning. No meaning. So I, I, I'm deciding to wait. Um, I want to put meaning behind everything I do. I want to put meaning behind. So that's why. If I know it's going to be permanent, I want, I want meetings behind it. I don't just want to just have it. So after I got the fear of God, I took some time off. Uh, and recently, I'll tell you, I got back-to-back ones. Um, I don't know if my mother knows about these. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. But um, on this arm, I have a tiger, and it says rare. People, first, let's talk about this. People thought it said raw. Why? <laughs> Why did you think my tattoo said raw? Why would it be rawr? What am I roaring at? Huh? Tell me that. What am I roaring at? What am I roaring at? <laughs> um, No, it does not say rawr. It says rare. But the tiger, first the eye of the tiger, the keenest of sight. People fail to realize, people don't know the, the true reason why tigers have, God made them orange. If you don't know, deers, gazelles, um, animals of that type, they only see greenish yellow colors, right? So when they see a tiger, that's why tiger, you'll see the tiger creeping through the grass. And if you've ever seen one of the pictures, the wisdom of the tiger to creep through the grass is because tigers know they blend in. Their stripes, everything blends in. I think... It's so beautiful of knowing when to blend in and when to stand out. When to go for something, when to not. And when to stay out the way and when to attack. And it's rare to have the wisdom to do that. That's why I have rare right here. It's rare 
that you see the wisdom that God has given us or that you've learned over time to do both. To, to stay out the way and when to attack. When to hush the tongue and when to speak. It's so rare to have both of those. That's why I have rare right there. Um, I have right here, um, this is my most recent one. It says God's semicolon survivor. I'm God's survivor, man. Um, a semicolon, as everyone knows, it means suicide or suicide awareness. Um, never in my life um, not wanted to be on planet Earth. Love Earth. Um, I love the hardship it goes through. I go through. I love everything about being on Earth. But um, you have to have the, the darkest of days to succeed in life. You have to have the darkest of days to succeed in life. Okay? I went through some dark days. Um, semicolon, me and my sister, um, Letizia, we have the same semicolon tattoo. Hers says breathe. Mine says God survivor. But suicide awareness, I, guys, if you're going through something, it's okay to seek help. It is okay to seek help. It's also okay to be alone and go through that thing by yourself for a little bit. But eventually... Um, and it's funny cause I'm saying this and I'm a hundred percent. I hate going to therapists. I hate it, but it's okay to seek help. It's okay. Um, someone you're loved, you're beautiful. And there's someone that's going to listen. You are loved, you are beautiful. And there's someone that's going to listen. And even if I don't know you personally, I will never, never, ever turn down to be a listening ear for someone. If you just want to talk and talk and talk, you can always ask questions. If you want to DM me privately, if you want to any of those things, never be afraid of it. Never be afraid to ask me a question. Never be afraid to ask me for help. I'll pray for you. Um, I'll give you my peace of mind about it. Never be afraid to ask for help. Never be afraid to ask questions. Um, it's okay. It gets better. You're going to go through dark days. In those moments when you feel like no one believes you, you're by yourself, you can't do it. You're loved. You are beautiful. Someone's there to listen. Someone is in the world for you. It's okay. Just keep fighting. Keep going. You are God's survivor. God wouldn't have put you here without purpose. You have a purpose. Your life means something. And if no one is going to tell you that, you mean something to me. And if no one's going to tell you this either, I am proud of you. I'm proud of the bad things you've done, the good thing, because you have to do bad things to learn good things. I am proud of you. So if no one tells you that, you've heard it from me. Anybody. I am proud of what you've done for yourself, what you do for your family. You've gone through some terrible times. I am so proud of you. I'm looking at you because I am proud of you. And you can remind yourself that you can be proud of yourself. Be proud of yourself. No matter how many times you mess up, I mean, how many times you do something that just doesn't seem right, when you feel like you failed, you're back against the wall, all the weight of the world is on your shoulders, I am proud of you. I'm always a listening ear. If you ever want to reach out, it's okay to reach out. It's okay to reach out. I'm going to go into my next topic, style. Jeez Louise, boy. I think, I, look, look at this. Look at the shoes, man. 
with the purple, the, the purple on the purple with the cream with the <laughs> all right style, and the and the the nice hat, you know, Dodgers. Not an LA Dodgers fan. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm not a Dodgers fan. Um, I love their hats though. They have nice fitteds. They have nice snapbacks. Um, your style is your own. I I don't try to mimic my style. I don't want to mimic my style over anyone, okay? I could be wearing short socks with these, but people tell you you're supposed to wear long socks. If someone tells me I'm supposed to untuck my jean and cover the Jordan logo, I'm going to tuck my jean and, cover the, and uncover the Jordan because you're not going to tell me what my style is. That's my style. Make your style your own. Take bits and pieces from everybody and make it your own. Be your own self. Be you. Be you. My style... Um, how I describe my style, a lot of people call me Caucasian, my style. I don't know why. Um, I have leg tattoos. I'm going to wear shorts. Tattoo. You can see my leg tattoos. That simple. Um, when I go to the gym, I wear shorts that show off my leg. I, man, ugh, ugh. my legs used to be real small. I used to have chicken legs, man, real small chicken legs. And... um. Going to the gym, hitting legs, working out. Like, I remember a time in my life, if I would have seen someone squat 135, I'd have been like, dang. No more. I'm going to go hit 405 for two. That's why I, I love wearing shorts. Man, it can be cold. I'm wearing shorts, dude. I love my legs so much. Unless it's like freezing to a point where I got to wear some like sweats or something like that. I love wearing shorts. Love wearing shorts. Um, Love wearing long. I love wearing shorts with long sleeves. That's a big thing for me. Um, I wear short socks a lot. You're not gonna tell me I can't wear short socks with with high shoes. Why are you staring at me like that? You know, your style is your own, man. Your style is your own. When I start putting my earrings, y'all, if y'all can see, y'all can see. Start putting my earrings back in. Um, I was iffy about it, man. I, I, There's days where I wanted to wear my area. There's days I wanted, I didn't want to. But don't try to, your style shouldn't be to impress other people. It should be to impress yourself. Um, I like my earrings sometimes. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I wear them. Sometimes I don't. Um, I have chains and jewelry and stuff like that, but I'm not, I'm not, every time I go out somewhere, I'm not going to throw on a Cuban, uh, one of my Cubans or one of my gold chains. There's no, I like to wear my jewelry for important events. Um, my favorite chain is, it's a little tennis chain, very small. You've seen, you can, people see it in picture. There's a penny on it. There's a, a cross penny on it. That is bigger than any Cuban, any Roly. And people don't even know this. When you get Rolexes and you bust all this down, um, you, you, you drip it in that ice and stuff like that. You're depreciating value on your jewelry. Do not depreciate the value on your jewelry. Jewelry is a can be a non-depreciating asset if you do it if you do it the right way. People don't understand how much more a plain J, which is if it's gold, it's just straight gold. Instead of busting it down with with baguettes and all different types of diamonds. Um, example, a Cuban. If it's a Cuban, you have a bust you you can have a bust down Cuban and it can be worth more but I'm saying like if you go you buy this Roly this Audemars Piguet 
um, and you go bust it down, brother, I'm letting you know this right now. You just appreciate the value because these, why don't you see, it's like I, I seen this other day, Lamborghini, um, Rolls Royce, Ferrari, and I'll say Rolex, Audemars Piguet, Como de Gozon, um, Quisi Louboutin, um, YSL. Why don't you see these, these guys on commercials? It's not meant for everybody to have, brother. It's not meant for everybody to have. And it's that simple. You, you changing it your own way, that's, that's what you're going to do. That's what you want to do. But this stuff is not meant for everybody. It's really not. Um, and that leads me into next, the value of money. I, someone, uh, people always say that money can't buy happiness. That is a lie. It depends on who you are. Money can buy happiness. It depends what your definition of happiness is. That simple. It depends on what your definition of happiness is. Happiness can be being able to spend whenever you want. Happiness can be anything. It, it's your definition. Happiness is true to your own heart. Happiness can be spending time with your family, your friend, your significant other. It's what your meaning of happiness is. So I think the value of money, I think money can buy happiness for some people. Some people, they're, they're happiest when they're shopping. Um, they can throw just, they can just throw money. It just depends on who what you are. Like, I think the value of money, though, um, don't make money everything. Because when you start to do that, it loses value and you won't be able to make it. But I also say, will say this, you have to spend money to make money. Everybody in business, um, entrepreneur, and I've recently I've been talking to a lot of guys who are entrepreneurship, business, stuff like that. They all, they all say the same. You have to spend money to make money. Ain't nothing in the world free. Nothing in the world is free. Okay. Um, because you could say, example, you could be, you listen to this podcast, right? It's free to listen to the podcast hundred percent. But did you pay for that phone? Did you pay for that phone? Did you pay for whatever device you're listening to it on? Did you, any of that stuff? At some point, money was in the mix. Um, money makes the world go round. It's that simple. Money makes the world go around. Um, I think you should value your dollar more because you never know when you won't have one. Value your dollars more because you never know when you won't have another one. That's the same way I feel about time. Value your day because you don't know when tomorrow's your last. Today's your last. There's some people who won't wake up in the morning. There's somebody in the world who could have a million dollars today and have zero tomorrow. So I think you should value every dollar. Always stay working. Keep pushing. Be true to yourself. Don't let anyone try to change you. And have meaning behind everything you do. Know how to represent yourself. Remember the people you're around represent you. And don't let anyone outwork you. 
You better go out there and outwork everyone. You better go out there and outwork everyone. That simple. Heard another quote. I'm going to end you guys with this. If you want to be able to to buy something without looking at the price tag, you have to be able to work without looking at the clock. You want to be able to buy things without looking at the price tag, brother, sister, friend, family member. You got to be able to work without looking at the clock. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I really appreciate you guys. Everything y'all do. You guys are amazing. Love you guys. Another episode coming Wednesday. I'll see you guys on the next one. I'm your host, Dom Too Soon. I'll see you on Wednesday.